it's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Casey. Last time we did our second episode of our Avatar The Last Airbender watch. We also put out our weekly Twitter poll asking you guys, if you were flying bison, which of Sokka's attempted catchphrases would make you fly? Elevate got 12%, Ascend won with 34%, Yeehaw had 27%, and Wahoo also had 27%. So pretty even other than Elevate. People really do not want to move for Elevate. You guys got it wrong. You messed up bad. (laughs) (laughs) This is important stuff, and you blew it. it. I think it absolutely should have been Yeehaw or Wahoo. But if I feel that way, maybe other people felt that way, and the vote got split. Oh, yeah, if you combine the Yeehaws and wahoos right then they've they've got a pretty solid chunk there yeah for sure i don't know why i group them together maybe because they're the two that aren't actual words (laughs) yeah it could be it could be they're a little less formal than ascend and elevate i don't know why elevate and ascend like are so different though yeah me too maybe it's the positioning in the poll a versus b maybe i these are the things that keep me up at night guys like people don't (laughs) want to vote for the first one unless they're really sure of it it's like a test they're like elevate no that, that won't do it ascend yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they were yeah. thinking you know like they hear these all in order right and you first you hear elevate and you're like i'm not flying and then you're like ascend and you're like yeah okay now okay. we're getting somewhere yeah <laughs> and then there's some other two but i'm not gonna look at those <laughs> uh but certainly one of our most meaningless twitter polls there's not a whole lot to analyze here but ascend one it doesn't quite do it for me but hey i'm not you as a flying bison only you are you as a flying bison so there you have it beautiful words casey beautiful (laughs) this week guys we are covering kablam for the first time ever i have never seen this show i have seen the spinoff show based on one of the shorts but i've never seen kablam at all knew very little about it. I think we got cable. I remember when we turned it on, it was already on Nickelodeon when we first got cable and the SpongeBob Suds episode was on. So we got it after that, whenever that came out, which was decidedly before Kablam. Yeah, I I feel like it it seems like it's one of those things that's vaguely vaguely in my memory, kind of like what Rocco's was for me before. Like I it, it was definitely on, it existed but I don't, I don't have any like memories of the show itself, other than its existence was was kind of around. So, um, it was a it was an interesting watch. We've got a lot to talk about here. Um, also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at FNN underscore podcast and Facebook, facebook.com slash FNN podcast, and review us on Apple Podcasts so that others can find the show. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube page. We've got a playlist going for the Avatar watch as well, so plenty of good stuff there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Now let's get started. All right, guys, as Casey said, we are talking about an episode from Kablam! This one entitled Your Real Best Friend from Season 1, Episode 1, originally aired October 11th, 1996. 
And this episode was in the 2007 Nick.com 100 Greatest Nicktoon Episodes Countdown, which, we will admit, has a lot of recency bias of 2007, and isn't quite scientific in its polling, I think, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, fair to say as well, but there, you know, I figured that there being a Kablam episode in there meant something somehow. I. Yeah. You know. <laughs> there are good episodes on it, for sure. And this one is the pilot episode and the first episode. So we're going to come down on the animation a little bit, or at least I am. But maybe we should check out one that isn't the pilot to see if it got better. But regardless, this one's the pilot, and it introduces Henry and June, who explain how Kablam is different from other comic books. Uh, we have four segments, which are Sniz and Fondue, Action League Now, Life with Loopy, and Prometheus and Bob. And in between all of them, Henry and June have little antics and vaudeville-type interstitial moments. And yeah, that's the show. It's There's certainly nothing else like it on Nickelodeon. It's a very vaudevillian sort of variety show feel, and it's it really just feels like straight-up junk food in a TV show, and I mean that in the best of ways. Yeah, this was this was a lot of fun. Um, again, given it's a show that neither of us really watched before this, something that I've heard pop up now and then, and it's I don't know what I was expecting, but it's it's something. It's you know I I, I do enjoy Henry and June as our weird sort of hosts going on. They've got some interesting meta moments going on too, where they're like. This is the part of the show where, um, what do we do again? <laughs> I get eaten by a black widow. <laughs> yeah, I think they're great hosts. And they're really sort of charmingly animated, even if it is, I think, pretty sloppy looking. Uh, it's cute. It's supposed to look like a comic book. It's not supposed to look perfect. And they're very likable hosts. Uh, their banter is great. They, I don't know which one we are, Ashley, between the two of us. Who's Henry and who's June? You know, that's hard to say, but I, I can say that we collectively are Henry and June 100%. somehow. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I remember when the in the theme song they previewed some of the shorts to come, and I was like, oh, the action figure guy, I remember that. And I later realized I remember it because Action Hero Now, it's called, was on all that. And it also had its own show in the early 2000s, a very short-lived one-season wonder. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird, weird little watch. I, I will say, and we'll, I think we take these kind of one by one, but hands down, Action League now is my favorite of these four bits that we've watched here. I'm not 100% sure, um, I didn't read too much into it, if Kablam has a whole bunch of different segments. I know Action League now definitely came up more than just this once. But I don't know, like, how recurring things are, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, me what, neither. How big I the doubt, list is. I doubt it's the same four every time. That's, I would guess the same, yeah. Let's hope um, it's not the same four every time. Although, I would watch a Prometheus and Bob spinoff maybe once. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely watch, I would definitely watch a lot of, well, you know what? Here, I'm, I'm looking at it now. The regular shorts are um, Sniz and Fondue, Action League Now, Life with Loopy, Prometheus and Bob, and then there's one called The Offbeats as well. Hmm. So, uh... So there really aren't many others of no. the regulars. No, so I guess, I guess they really are just these, which is weird to me because some of them felt a little bit 
not like they would have any more than what we saw. <laughs> Maybe they found their footing later, because in, yeah, in a that's way, fair. this is like four pilot episodes, right? That's true. That's true. So there's a lot of things that they've got to they've got to go <laughs> go working off with. So it's a little bit weird. Um, but let's let's start off with the first one here, right? So we've got Sniz and Fondue, and in this one, Fondue's really annoyed because Sniz keeps coming into his room, and so he buys this, like, literally murderous scorpion in an attempt to keep him out of his room, and the the scorpion escapes, which, <laughs> that is an entire concept. I was like, I was like, look, there's a, there's a, um, somebody, somebody keeps coming to my room, that's annoying, I'm going to put something in my room that could kill them? And like, it, literally it kill them? Like, that's in the text. <laughs> yes. The scorpion is poisonous. The stakes couldn't be higher for our first Kablam skit ever. Yeah, the, um, he goes to this, like, really sketchy pet shop where he's like, all these only rare and illegal animals are sold here. And then he says, one sting and oh, baby, will you die. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, I, I like, uh, I almost called it Bumpy Snits, which is the guy in Party Wagon. <laughs> uh, in, I, I enjoyed Snits and Fondue. I, it's, uh, or is it Sniz? Sniz, I think, right? Gotcha. I, yeah, it's whether you're doing, like, a German Z or... Or, uh, yeah, I don't remember anymore for sure how it's pronounced. I think it is, it's gotta be Sniz, right? This show is, like, as American as it gets. <laughs> that's true, that's true. It's, uh... No, it's it's fun. It's it's a pretty short clip overall too, and it's very nineties. Like someone says to him, "What a sick purchase about the scorpion." And yeah. sick has sort of made its way back, but it's it's very dated in the best of ways. Yeah, and and the delivery of it too. That the whole thing. It's, oh, it's great. It's great, and um, we we get this kind of weird resolution to everything too. In that. This murderous scorpion ends up getting thrown out the window. It lands in this, like, little girl's sandbox. It's really stressful. (laughs) She just, like, hits it with her shovel straight up. And, like, I was terrified. I was like, they're gonna, she's gonna die. Like, (laughs) this is it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know about this Kablam show. I don't know how far they went. It was a different time in animation. I thought this little girl might die. (laughs) Like, this this might be, and but she's just fearlessly is like, nope, I don't want that scorpion there. I'm just going to kill it with my shovel. Like, And it's very funny, too, the physical As, comedy of it. She oh, it's great. She just it. And, and there's, like, kind of a pause, too, right, where you think maybe she's going to run away screaming or something. Like, <laughs> nope. She just does it. She's, she's just in for it. She's in for the kill. It's a nice subversion of expectations there. Very Seinfeld, like, frail little girl actually kills this dangerous scorpion. Uh, And then we get back to the Henry and June stuff, and it's super meta. And we sort of referred to this earlier, but then they're like, now we're at the part of the show where, what happens now? And he's like, oh, is this the part where there's supposed to be a spider? And then they're like, ah! (laughs) There's this black little spider that's pretty terrifying looking. And it's they're fun in general they like i said they they're there just for the right amount of time i feel like they give you some sort of an introduction right like i i can't remember exactly what they say but they're like oh this this next clip has 
you know, action figures, something like that, or superheroes or something. Like, mm-hmm. you, you do feel like you're led into the show pretty well. Yeah. Um, and they do make this sort of weird situation where we've got these four very mismatched shows all and, all playing together well. And I'm reading that they were all produced by different, not only different creators, but different production companies entirely. You know, that makes sense. They, they are shockingly different. Yeah. It's like the Oh Yeah cartoons. Yeah, I'm almost I'm almost interested as to like the history of this. I feel like it's got to be there's got to be some fascinating stuff going on in there. Yeah, and some of the people went on to cool stuff. Like one of the guys from Snits and Fondue went on to uh, create Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh no way! Which I sort yeah, of see, I guess. Maybe well the the little girl beating up the scorpion is totally something that would happen in Courage. <laughs> 100 percent yeah definitely not as terrifying as as that is but uh you know we we do then though move on to the the crown jewel of this episode my opinion action league now yes it's um it's what do they call it chuck animation not animation because because they they... throw the action figures yes i love it (laughs) really clever Um, and at first i was like a little skeptical i was like this looks really dumb like we just see action figures like in a car i was like this looks like something that you see in like like a middle school film project when you're first learning how to use a video camera i was like this is going nowhere uh, you don't have younger siblings so you might not even be aware that this happened but my first vibe was oh geez this looks like a late 2000s cartoon network like desperate grab for young viewers where they would it was called cn real i think and there were like four or five shows that were live action and they were just so low budget and poorly acted and not funny and it totally looked like action action league now was gonna be one of those and i could not have been happier to be proven wrong yeah it turns it turns itself around very quick i quickly went from oh god what's happening this is this is gonna be the worst to this is hilarious um, yeah and it starts with the character introductions for me which reminds me of when the spongebob characters become superheroes and they do their little introductions absolutely i had the same thought yeah and they get to the main guy the flesh and they say he's super strong and super naked <laughs> i died i was just not prepped for it i, I wasn't ready i wasn't ready um and another thing that just really works for me is they're they're saving the day from this litter bug and the main villain is in like an actual car like a, a human being <laughs> car and they're in this little RC car right and the first thing they say is like something about like oh and the the action league is is you know prepped as always and we zoom like we get to them singing row 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 your boat in rounds and it's just great like I I don't even know how else to explain other than like it's just lovely like I wish I wish I could be in the recording room of these people because I like can hear them having a blast yeah it is and when the car actually crashes it looks pretty real (laughs) like I didn't think that looked fake or cheesy at all it looks like an actual car explosion yeah it was it was pretty violent too honestly uh and just the, the lame one-liners are great. The bad guys going, I don't give a hoot, I pollute. <laughs> it's just the stupidness of that line plus the delivery really got me. Oh, it's it's perfect. It's I don't even I don't even know. It's just great. 
I, I like how they, they get in this, like, game of, of uh, chicken or whatever, right? And the car just, their little RC car just gets wrecked. <laughs> like, as you would expect from this tiny car, but it's, I don't, I, I don't know. It's just gold. There's, oh, what was the, what was the thing? Um, what was her name? Thunder Girl. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. She falls off of something or something then she's like, that didn't hurt a bit. And then she gets crushed by the car. <laughs> and then somebody else on the team is like, Thunder Girl, this is no time for a nap. <laughs> oh, that was great. And they do have a real commercial break with a cliffhanger, too. I thought that was clever to go to real commercial in the middle of one of the segments. A uh, really smart idea. And I thought this whole thing felt like it was set in the Angry Beavers TV universe. <laughs> yes. Like, I could see the beavers watching this. Yeah. Oh, they and would love it. They would love Action League now. They would love it, and as they should, because it was great. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's just, and it's it's a very easy plot, right? Like they are just action figures, uh, superheroes, I guess, trying to stop the bad guy, and they do, and that's like the entire thing. But it's done so well, and there's so many just random little over the top moments. And I, I would have loved to have been in the room of the people who decided this too. Keep saying I just want to be in rooms apparently, but yeah, like I want to be them in being like, too. yeah, uh, that, that would have been awesome to <laughs> like, or or how this was originally conceived. Too. Right, that's what I mean. Just like, let's have some action figures. Let's film them. Like, it sounds ridiculous. And yeah. again, even when you first see it, it feels ridiculous. Like I feel like this must have been kind of a hard sell, right? Like. My first 10 seconds into watching it, I was like, what is this crap? Like, I would be almost nervous to put this in front of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm glad it got picked up because it's it's good stuff. It's like Frank and Thumb or any of the Thumb movies. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. There was a... I don't remember the others, but I definitely saw... There was like a Titanic one, I think. Yeah, they're that I saw. so funny. They're really dumb, similar to this, where half the joke is just they're acting with their thumb body language. (laughs) (laughs) Just faces poorly animated on real human thumbs on, like, a puppet show set. Yes. And, you know, you know, part of what I think, um, I think works for this for me, too, is it kind of brought me back to the days of, like, playing with action figures, right? Yeah. And, like, playing with these types of things. And, like, you give them their personalities and their lives, right? Like, but they're not, like, it's not like a Toy Story situation. They're not animated, right? We're literally just kind of looking at them. And it kind of feels like how you picture the whole situation going down when you're a kid and you're playing with these, right? Like, oh, I'm the bad guy. I'm I'm doing the bad things. And you have, like, your, your cast of characters. I, I don't know how often... You, Casey, personally did this, but oh, I built many, many casts of characters oh, in my day, man. and it, it felt a lot like that, too. Yeah, with my brother Jake, we would build entire worlds with, like, yeah. and it was just like how they do in this show. You're so right. We would mix, like, Pokemon cards with Lego yeah. guys with board game <laughs> action figures and stuff. Yeah, there were no, there was no uh, cohesion to it. It was just whatever we had around. And that's that's what's going on here too, right? We've got yeah. these action figures that don't belong together. They're not a part of a set, and I love that about it. It's just like, it, it just feels like again some kids 
found some action figures and they're, they're throwing together this cute little scene and uh and then they add the zippy one-liners and it takes it to a whole nother level like when the bad guy's car explodes into a burst of flames he goes is it hot in here or is it just me <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful and and i can honestly talk about this for for the rest of forever um yeah. it's by far again my favorite of these four it just it just worked for me in a whole lot of ways that i wasn't prepped for and then um, we get to life with Loopy. And then Prometheus and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, very little to say about life with Loopy. There's a girl, there's a sister, she yeah. wants friends, so she builds a robot. It's deceptive, the... too, because Loopy is, it doesn't start with, like, it's about Larry, kind of. Like, yeah, she, Larry's he's like the writing guy, about and then he's got a his... sister, Loopy. <laughs> he's writing about his life with loopy right it's it's weird Mm -hmm. like we are not experiencing life with loopy we're experiencing somebody who's experiencing life with loopy it's like if Um, as told by ginger made carl the main character and was just like us viewing him through ginger and and it's weird too we do kind of have him narrating too right Mm -hmm. and it it does not work well for me um there's again that the robot takes over the appliances and it's just kind of weird like it's this weird, like, robot uprising. The, the only part that kind of got to me for some reason was that he, that this robot that's built to be her friend, whatever, decides to start, like, delegating out the world that they're going to take over. And he's like, uh, this bread slicer, you you can get Idaho and and the microwave gets China. And that was, like, the, the funniest moment of the whole thing to me was just the idea of, like, this is how, like... Clearly, this is not how world domination is going to work out, right? <laughs> like, right. But I think all of these do capture that sense of childhood wonder well. And that's why the show succeeds, including Life with Loopy. Like, it, there were elements of it, like you just said, that, that were, like, relatable or funny or just felt like playful kid energy. Yeah, for sure. I, and I'm. it's another one of those things where maybe maybe it did find its stride other places, but it just was not necessarily a, this specific clip didn't didn't work for me so well. I didn't love the animation style either. Um, not that like uh, I mean, Action League now has obviously got its chuckamation, and we've got our uh, the the Sniz and Fondue's animation wasn't like amazing to me. But something about Life with Loopy's animation was like it didn't. I don't know how else to put it other than like it just didn't. I didn't like it. It's kind of like made out of paper almost. I don't know. It, it just didn't work for me. Me neither. But, but I did like, I, I will say I like that there are different styles going on for each of them. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, me as well. I, me as well, is that a, is that a phrase? <laughs> me too. Uh, I really liked Prometheus and Bob, though, the final short. Yeah, I, definitely definitely a step back up, I would say. I, I'm a big fan of claymation in general, I think, is, is just kind of a fun thing going on. And the, just the idea that an alien has to teach a caveman things. Like, who came, who came up with that? That's ridiculous. I also, <laughs> I like the way they, they introduce it, too. It's, it's kind of a weird concept. They're like, this is from the future. 
this alien goes back in time to teach this caveman things and they found all of these records and they're known as the prometheus and bob tapes yep. or something like that they From have like an official title thousand years ago and the canon is pretty tight like if an alien did time travel back they could have the technology to film these tapes in the past yeah it, it checks, checks out. out and somehow it comes to us but it, it doesn't you know it's just it's just a fun concept it's maybe aliens taught us all of our weird human quirks you know, it makes sense. Some of the things we do, I feel like, are quirky enough that they could definitely not have been our doing. You never know. Yep. And there um, is, I think my favorite of the Henry and June little interstitial moments is before Prometheus and Bob, where they just take two watermelons and just stuff their faces with them. I don't know. It yes. was so funny looking and ridiculous. It just, I mean, and I, I think they said something like, now's the time where we shove watermelons in our faces or something like they just like <laughs> they announce it and it happens and it's so quick yeah. that you're like it just it is it's gold it, it really like is like an iCarly bit but as a cartoon yes <laughs> um i don't know if there's a whole lot else to add here just the pledge but... oh yes of course i'm an idiot um, they, they go through the Pledge of Allegiance. I don't know if this happens every episode either, or if this is just a one-time thing. But, uh, oh boy. Oh boy. Um, Very Ren and Stimpy, just taking the Pledge of Allegiance and replacing it with ridiculous phonetically similar words, like the excited s- snakes of America. Yes, that was really the best, the best line, I feel like, of that. And I, I don't remember it, obviously, but... Just just them, you know, saying the pledge, making me feel all patriotic and stuff. You know, this week of the 4th of July, it was a, <laughs> yeah, it was a fun moment. Yeah, I you could say this is a 4th of July-themed episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work with it, guys. We'll work with it. It's, But it's fun, and it's it's lighthearted. I, feel, I felt like it was just a good way to close off the episode. Um, Wordplay and all. And it it's very similar to... What was the... My country tis of thee. That was yeah, that was the one that they, they call it the uh, the Royal Canadian Kilted Yaxman. <laughs> yes. For being the royal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that, that still is my favorite Ren and Stimpy moment. Yeah, and I, I think that one beats this one out by a little bit. But either way, it's it's fun. And, well, and they the whole don't get show the reward is... of going to hell in this one. <laughs> wild, wild things happen the, in that. Episode. The great reward. <laughs> But, but yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun show. I'm thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm glad we watched it. I wouldn't watch a ton more of it, but clearly an important part of the Nick Nicktoon history, even though it's kind of a fringe Nicktoon, it certainly is one, is the thing. Uh, I don't know why I thought it had more live action in it, maybe just because of the action figures. Yeah, well, it looks like, I'm I'm reading through too, it looks like there's... There's at least one short that existed that was less regular called... Hold on, where did this just go? Uh, Race Rabbit was oh, a yeah. live-action show, I'm it says. Um, so, and then there's, like, this Adventures of Patchhead is a live-action slash computer jetter. You know, like, I, I wouldn't mind if we find another episode, if we ever do Kablam again, I wouldn't mind trying to find one with... Um, a new set of shows to get a look at just because yeah. I think it's such an interesting concept and just to kind of see 
random little bits of things that ended up, you know, on this show. I feel like it's it's such an interesting piece of Nicktoon history for sure. Yeah. Do um, you like me forget that Nick does things other than Nicktoons? I forget that Nick does anything now, to be honest well, with true, you. But, but like, but back you, in the like day, Nick even Nick in the '90s had probably more live-action programming than cartoons. Like, I'll bet it was close. Yeah, you know, the now that you mention it, yes, like <laughs> it is because uh, we don't think about that at all. I mean, I I watched a decent amount of their live-action shows too. Right? Was like, I'm are you afraid think. of the dark? Yeah. Uh, Clarissa explains it all. The stuff that was a little before our time, but maybe with older siblings, you might have experienced more than I did. I feel like maybe like we just only watched the cartoons. Maybe. I know I know I wasn't allowed to watch Are You Scared of the Dark as a kid, as a very young kid. Like I just have this very mm. vague memory and I think it's because and by I think I mean like it's definitely because I was a very easily frightened kid hmm. and it would like keep me up at night and stuff so my brothers got to watch it and they oh. were like no no Ashley you shouldn't do it <laughs> and I was all upset but to be fair if I did watch it I probably would have been yeah. scared like the the pathetic child I was they were looking <laughs> out <laughs> but like but, I, really Drake and Josh was probably the first live action show I loved if you don't count the Amanda show because I loved the Amanda show oh I loved the Amanda show I the Amanda show was my life. That's an exaggeration, but it was great. It I really think was. The first time I saw the Amanda show, I remember thinking like, this is the pinnacle of comedy. <laughs> like nothing in human history can possibly be funnier than this. <laughs> oh, it was, it was hilarious. It was honestly just like every, every episode, every line. And I'm sure it's one of those things that if I watched it back, it would be rough is a strong word i think i i'm sure there's some genuinely funny moments in there but definitely yeah. less funny like she would do those prank calls that were like definitely not that funny well, the, to, old like, that, man, well, to the old man what i thought was hilarious yeah. <laughs> like whoever he was what was That's it true. one he of was the great. main guys was it the dad on drake and josh old was he? man a man baby show. i'm not i'm mr oldman Oh, it was I Dan almost... Schneider. <laughs> no way! <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Mr. You know what, Oldman. Casey, just for our own good and, like, not for the podcast, we should watch, we should, like, find some episodes of The Amanda Show and watch it. Yeah. I remember they, they did that thing. I watched a little in college, and it mostly holds up, honestly. They, they did that thing, too, where, like, you would get to see the set and they would all, like, pop off or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you got to see the show. It felt so, I don't know, it felt so interactive. Do you yeah, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there was a live audience. And the, yeah, it yeah. was. And, of course, the uh, uh, Moody's Point. Oh, which, my God. It never finished. Yeah. Tragedy. We, the mom is still out there and the dad still doesn't have a toe. <laughs> That's always a great when you're okay. We're, we're way off track, but this is worth getting into. I think as we talk about this era of Nicktoons, um, if you want to like instantly connect with other people our age, there's a good bet if you drop a Moody's Point reference, someone in the room will get it, and it's always awesome because most people haven't thought about Moody's Point in like a decade. Moody, oh man. <laughs> it was a it was a, a very obvious Dawson's Creek parody, but of course when you're a kid you don't know what that is and I was gonna say I I didn't know any better, right? <laughs> and I actually found them boring at first. I was like, oh, it's because there weren't Moody's point would be the whole episode 
of the Amanda show. It wouldn't was be it? a I thought it was. I thought it was like half. No, am I Am I wrong? Maybe it was a half. I seem to remember it being long. Maybe <laughs> it just felt very long to you. <laughs> that See, totally I, could be. I remember being, like, pumped about it and, like, I wanted to know the ending and then it just, like, never happened, which, like, it, it totally doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. um, I, I remember Penelope very... Taint, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's gold. Who is Amanda? Right. And uh, that one, that one shook me when I figured it out. You know, me too. Because they always do those close calls where they have like an obvious body double playing real yes. Amanda. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, but the, this we're we're a little off track from Kablam just here. A just a just a but dash. But I think it's in a similar world to, uh, it to is. Kablam. And I think kind of a similar sketch comedy sort of a deal going on as kablam so uh but i think that that wraps up about everything i wanted to say i don't know if you have anything else no i'm good it's it's a charming wacky you know i think just junk food on the tv screen is how i would describe it agreed all right shall we move on to our conclusion let's do it Alright guys, our Twitter poll this week is, which Nickelodeon variety show is your favorite? And we actually wrote this before our Amanda Show discussion that we ended up having, so hopefully it doesn't influence the vote too much. Uh, But your options are Kablam, The Amanda Show, or All That. There might be another variety show in Nick history, but I'm not really aware of one. Yeah, these are the three that come to mind for sure. Um, And obviously Amanda Show is a little bit more on our memory, but All That is was a pretty big deal too that's i'm pretty sure that's where keenan and kel got their start that their show happened first i don't know one of one of the two i think they spun off of all of that did they that that sounds right to me now too anyways they're, they're, it was a big deal at the time um definitely have lots of fond memories there too so it's a it's kind of a tough call to me i'll, I'll have to think it out but anyways mm-hmm. <laughs> next week we are getting back to our avatar watch with the third episode of the series so if you're keeping up with us there get ready make sure you watch episode three before so you uh you don't get anything spoiled yeah very excited i really look forward to these avatar ones not that i don't love the the even numbered fnn episodes like this one but when it's an avatar week i am locked in and ready to go absolutely and we got our social media we got a twitter a facebook youtube and of course apple Podcasts. keep those reviews coming in thank you guys so much and with that thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week nick 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 nick